We're here at beautiful California, beautiful California park. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you do what? <laughs> if you switch the M and the N in random, it becomes random. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Vegan Cookie Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Today we got Jetpack Jones. I actually am vegan and I do love vegan cookies. So Wait, are you really? I'm not playing, yeah. <laughs> Since when was this? Like more than a year. Really? Yeah, I've been plant-based for a while. I tried pescatarian first, but then I was like, fuck that, I don't want fish. So, yeah. I'm plant-based. I prefer the term plant-based. Vegan sounds like a religion. <laughs> For real. And people treat that shit like a religion too. Like they think they're better than people because they're vegan. I'm vegan. <laughs> Amazing. I did not know this. Yeah. Was that difficult? No. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> my mom has been like, um, I guess you call it pescatarian for like my whole life. So, uh,. That was easy, and then after that, it was just about like giving up fish and eggs and dairy, and that yeah. wasn't hard. Cause like the way I feel not eating that shit is so worth not eating it, that I don't miss it at all. And vegan shit tastes hella good, and I don't get the itis after. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dad, I've been eating like a little bit healthier this past like month, and <laughs> That's a good start. Uh, like basically. Mainly it's just been like not eating fast food because okay, I, I was doing start, really though. bad. And the other day I had, uh, like I didn't take my lunch to work or something. We ordered a pizza and I felt horrible. Oh, I shit. ate like like three slices and I was like, dude, this is Wait, crazy. Wait, was it the uh, $5 hot and ready? Nah. Uh, I don't say that shit. <laughs> that shit is terrible. Nah, it wasn't the 7-Eleven <laughs> uh, cardboard pizza. But, uh, oh, I should also mention that we're at a park, so... Yeah. We'll be narrating the soccer game what going on. What are five on. things you're thankful for? Five it's Sunday, things? we're at a park, and it's sunny. And half, it's not even really, it's, it's sunny and then really gloomy on the other side of the, of the sun. Wait, Wait, so those are the five things, or are you asking? No, no, I'm asking you. Oh. I'm not, oh, I mean, I am thankful for the sun and the gloominess, but what are five things you're thankful for? I think the top... The first one would be friends. Uh-huh. Just because I think that's... What? Nothing. I, I think singing the song. I think that's what makes <laughs> life beautiful. Yeah. Is good friends. Yeah. And that's what I've re kind of realized this past year. I mean, it's not really that crazy of a thing to realize, but it's really important. It friends, is important. Uh... I'm thankful to have both my parents. That's a that's a thing that I'm thankful for. Yeah. I'm thankful Shout for out to the orphans. Yeah. I'm thankful for beauty mm. in women. Uh, <laughs> or being able to appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Not being blind. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Three. You said friends. Friends, my, my parents, have, having both my parents, being uh -huh. able to appreciate beauty. Uh -huh. uh, I guess just being, like, not homeless. Mm -hmm. That's a big like, one. not, like, having to struggle. Because you do, I mean, I, you know, it's not like I'm rich or anything, but mm -hmm. I, think, I think when you really see the world, you realize, like... You have it better than a lot of people. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, some people don't know where their next meal is coming from. Yeah. Or if they're going to have another one, so. And the fifth one would probably be... Uh, should I? Yeah, that's all you, bro. <laughs> bro, you can't touch the ball. What? It's a soccer ball. You got to kick it. Yeah, but I'm not playing the game, oh, so. Oh, bro, no. Am I out? I mean, you see, he didn't say thank you. Wait, but am I out now? 
like I can't do that. I mean, like, you weren't really in the game, but, to begin with, <laughs> but like, but you're acting like <laughs> it's part of the rules. Like, not. It's just kind of an unspoken rule, you know. If a soccer ball rolls your way and you gotta give it back, you gotta kick it back. Yeah, but I got my Nikes on. I mean, these aren't my so- like. I don't have my soccer Sunday shoes, you know. I mean, I guess you could plead goalie. You could just plead, yeah, goalie, plead, plead yeah. goalie. I mean, I feel like the setup they have is a little. I don't know. There is no goalie because the goal is so small. Well, I just feel like the ball's gonna get lost a lot. Dude, how many did you say? Four? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I forgot. I don't know what the last one is. I don't know. I'm just thankful for a lot of things. This 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 year, I'm thankful for this year. This year, having this year has really been life life changing in mm. just being able to realize. And like come to terms with a lot of things. Yeah, I feel that. It's, it's been, been an eye-opening year. For sure. How so for you? Man, uh just like taking risks, taking those leaps of faith, I guess you could call it. Um, and kind of just like really going head on at fears. Like, not saying I didn't face fears before, but I would do it, like, on my own time. Like, a, like a, you know, a process. Yeah. Rather than just being like, fuck it, I'm going to just jump into this shit. I'm just going to do it. And uh, doing that this year has really paid off for me. So that's one thing you're thankful for. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. That's a good transition. Uh, yeah, that's one thing I'm thankful for. Uh... I'm thankful for uh, Magic Johnson and Rob Palinka because they drafted Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma and Josh Hart because he's nice too. Like I'm just thankful that the Lakers are entertaining to watch, and I'm gonna go to like as many games as possible this year. <laughs> nice. I'm really thankful for that. They won their last game. They played tonight, so yeah, that's why I'm bringing it up. Uh, what else am I thankful for? I'm thankful for my family and extended family. Because, like, my friends really are my family. Like, they're my, they're my extended siblings. So, um, I'm really thankful for, to have a support group like that. People that encourage me to, like, push myself Try new things. Um, I'm thankful for travel, the ability to travel, because <laughs> that yeah, that's another like. Um, it's one of those things that like goes in that eye-opening category, I guess. Because mm-hmm. you learn something new on every trip. You go somewhere different. You feel a different culture soak up those vibes and I feel like traveling I've done in the past year has really helped me to grow Uh, and I'm thankful for I'm thankful for bigger goals because it gives me something to like stay excited to wake up for every day Yeah, that's five, right? I don't know. I wasn't. <laughs> I think that's five. <laughs> yeah, that's five. That's cool. Uh, I guess before, I was going to ask you, like, one of your favorite places you visited. I guess you could. You'd Atlanta. Atlanta? Atlanta. Have you seen the show? Yeah, I love oh, the show. Oh, dude, the show's so I good. love the show. I love Atlanta, too. That city's great. I've been there three times now. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go there a lot more. I like it. Like the energy is just something else. What about you? Um, I went to. I think my favorite spot has been Portland. I really like Portland. Uh, Portland. Uh, but I've been wanting to go like to Spain and Portugal. Uh huh. Like my. My mom's side of the family is Portuguese, so okay. I've been trying to, I want to go, not next year, 
but the year after that, like, save up and do, like, a month or something. Nice. Do so, you speak any Portuguese? Nah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, super Americanized. <laughs> Uh, That'd be tight though You could go to Brazil uh, yeah. too. I should learn I might as well learn You I might as well bro. You <laughs> might as well uh, Get up there Fit right in Hell yeah That'd be dope But um I guess Okay so I should mention I should mention like The beginning Because people are gonna be Listening to this And thinking mm. like Wait like how <laughs> How do you guys know each other So it, It's actually an interesting story And this is kind of One of the reasons too Why I wanted to, to Have you a part of this Was because like I've had like my friends on and, uh-huh. and we kind of talk about how like we knew each other in high school or uh, different things like that uh, or like how I met people that are important in my life and I feel like it's a pretty interesting story because I don't I mean I don't know if you really knew like like the whole story but like before I met you I was, I was probably like 2012 2013 or something like right after I graduated high school and I was like trying to get into photography and at the time I had like these dreams of like photography you know like really just like yeah I'm gonna shoot with all these brands and all these models and I'm gonna hit them all up and it's gonna be awesome Uh, alrighty so (laughs) at the time I had found out about this brand called Golden Age and oh, so I, I had hit them. Damn, <laughs> I forgot all about that. So, <laughs> so I had seen their photography on like Tumblr or something. And I was like, damn, I want to shoot for them. Mm. So I had bought a shirt, a tank top that said gold on it. And, and the underneath it said like something like choose your friends and your enemies wisely or you'll never make it into paradise or something crazy. And I was like, dude, that's dope. So I bought it and I took pictures and I sent it like, or I think I just started posting and I had already emailed them and they never replied. Mm. And I was like, damn, like, all right, like whatever. Literally probably two weeks later, my friend Brian hits me up and is like, hey, like I have a friend, uh, Jetpack Jones, he wants to do a skate video for like one of his music, like one of his songs. And I was like, dude, I'm down. And so we met up and I don't know, like, this, this is something I can't remember, but I don't know like how, what a big coincidence that was. But like when I met you and then you you and Hector or whatever, and you guys are talking about, about Golden Age and you're like, nah, like don't, like they they like, they try to hit up. I, I don't know, there was like, like a separation between yeah, you guys and yeah. them. But the fact that you even were connected with them randomly, and I had like tried to hit them up like two weeks before, was crazy to me. Word, yeah, that is a trip. <laughs> that is definitely a trip. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so that that whole like meeting you was a huge part of my like growth in video, because after that we did a bunch of videos, and mm. then I met um, LB, which is now Huey Briss, right. uh, yep. through you. So I did a video for him, and then I met like all these other people, like because of that, you know. Mm. And I think that was the beginning of me realizing like what meeting one person and what working <laughs> with somebody like can open doors to, you know, right. like just cause sometimes you meet someone and you, you a lot of times I'll do a shoot with somebody or. I'll try to work with someone and sometimes you think nothing's going to come of it. Right. You think, ah, but I'll do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And you, I think now I realize like, no, this person could, you know, who knows who their friend could be or who knows right. who this, you know, <laughs> and you meet amazing people because of that. So that was like, that was probably the greatest thing that's happened at the beginning of my just doing videos was meeting you. That's dope. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really tight story. Yeah. <laughs> but it was crazy how that happened. Like, you guys knew Golden, uh, it was Golden Age, right? That was, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty trippy at the time. <laughs> things don't happen, things happen for a reason, I guess. Yeah, there are no coincidences. <laughs> there are definitely not any coincidences. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was interesting. That's kind of why I hit you up, too, is like, mm-hmm. like back then I wasn't really, like, like I said, I wasn't as focused as, as I am now. And I kind of, like, there was some other stuff that was happening, but... But it, it, it's just interesting, you you like kind of, now I kind of realize like who those important people were and are in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to reach out to you too, is like, hey man, like, like I appreciate like what we, like what we worked on together, you know, so. Likewise, man. Bro, that was, that was a pretty cool time period. And same thing, like, for me, looking back at it compared to my level of focus now, mm-hmm. like, I thought I was focused back then. <laughs> 
but some of the shit I was focused on was not the right things. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely feel what you mean on that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So for anybody listening, go look up "Be Alone." <laughs> oh shit! Nah, uh, that's not even Jeff. out. That's not even out anymore. I put that shit on private. No, nah, I found it. I found oh, it. So it's out somewhere. <laughs> don't don't go look that song. That out. song. Okay, well, maybe it's different for me because, well, it's like one Shout of those. Shout out to the Geek Squad, though. Yeah. I just put out a project with them. Well, it's one of those, like, you know, you listen to an album or you listen to a song and then you listen to it five years later and you're like, she. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You feel exactly the same way. You just take him back. That's that song for me, is like Word. that time period. That's cool. Like, I've definitely had people tell me that about older stuff that I put out mm. <laughs> and I have to learn to like appreciate it that way because for me it's like oh you like that shit like what but yeah that's cool though uh so what what are like some of the current stuff you're working on uh well I just put out a project with the geek squad same people that produce uh, be alone <laughs> um so you know I've been working with them for a long time so the feel is very cohesive yeah it's easy it's really easy working with them. And uh, it's five tracks. It's out everywhere. It's not on SoundCloud. You got to go to like Spotify, iTunes, um, Tidal, all that kind of stuff. Xbox One or whatever it is. Like, all that kind of <laughs> is shit. that a real thing? Yeah, Xbox yeah the Live? Xbox, Xbox Live. Oh, all that kind of stuff. Like, like, they got, stuff? Yeah, they got a music store. Wow. See, I don't know anything. Yeah. I don't play Xbox really. Unless I'm at somebody's house, but because I don't have one, but yeah. I know that they have music on the shit. Good um, to know. <laughs> yeah, so that's out right now. Um, I'm working on a concert series for 2018. Nice. I don't want to say too much about that yet. Yeah. But the first show is gonna be in January. And it's gonna be really, really dope. Um, so we're working really hard on that. Like it's a it's a good team of people behind it, and uh, it's gonna be great. So, um, what else? Uh, we're gonna be working on some like honestly <coughs> new everything. Mm-hmm. Two thousand eighteen is gonna be new everything. So obviously new music, as always. Yeah. Um, new clothes. Like wanna come out with some new shit. We didn't really do too many new launches this year. So next year we want to do a lot of new launches in terms of clothing and um, performances with live bands. Like that's gonna be a big thing for me in 2018. Like I got a little taste of it this year, uh-huh. and it's like crack. <laughs> I need that shit. <laughs> so um, yeah, but um, really just growing overall as a human being, as a creative, all that kind of shit. You know. Just every day trying to grow as much as possible and then uh, share that growth with the world. What do you think has been like the, I guess you could say, like biggest, not motivator, but because I'm always thinking about like this year and how I've grown and and, like why, you know? Mm -hmm. Like for you, have you been able to like pinpoint that like what kind of things because for uh, me it's still kind of vague too i mean i can't really like what motivates you what motivates me but why like for example this year has been really good and i it's weird because i've come to a point where right now i'm just like happy 24 7 mm-hmm. and i've explained this too where it's it's like stuff bad stuff could happen and and you know there's been like crap that happened but it's the way I react to things now is weird. It's different than I would have before. Like, I'm way more just, like, not letting it affect me. Because I, now, instead of reacting, <clears throat> you're responding. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes responding is saying nothing. <laughs> you know, sometimes. Yeah. Like, response is just being responsible in your action towards whatever's going on. So reacting is allowing the outside to make you move a certain way, to make you react, you know, yeah. to make you feel or move a certain type of way. And responding is 
making the best decision in the moment and not tripping over whatever it is and just being able to apply yeah. whatever you need to, to do. So I think that it sounds to me like you've just gained like a whole other level of responsibility and reactivity is kind of fading away. <coughs> yeah. That's tight though. That's um, so I guess then my question would be kind of like what I mean, what have been some good points this year where it's like, uh, I feel like I've grown from that experience? Uh, <laughs> well, shit. Um, I mean, I've had to, like, reorganize some things. Like, I've had to, like, figure shit out because things shift. First of all, like, in, in music in general, mm. things shift really quick. The way you put stuff out, the platforms that are important, um, the way you record even, like shit changes so fast. So for me, it's been about like really stepping that up and challenging myself to give myself a more um, clear and distinct sound. Mm -hmm. Then uh, there's like the physical realm of things, like trying to just take my physical body to the highest possible level of health and that helps to manifest a whole lot of other kind of prosperity too. Um, my mind, like I've been reading a lot more in the past year. Like I've read more books this year than I've read since I was in school probably. <laughs> so that has definitely been a major contributing factor to a lot of my growth. Um, what else? really just like eliminating fear from pretty much every situation. So if an opportunity comes my way, rather than giving myself excuses not, like not to do it, mm -hmm. I'll tell myself all the reasons that I need to I just step up to the plate and get it done. Um, and then like checking myself too, taking responsibility rather than trying to place blame for things. <laughs> like the more responsibility I take, the better I feel about shit. Like I would much rather me be responsible for the things going on in my life then put that shit on <coughs> the outside factors you know and planning planning <laughs> I, I, I've learned the importance of planning um yeah like in terms of specific events that taught me this shit like mm -hmm. I don't know I think it was just like every day like every interaction I had taught me something new it's just a matter of me being able to actually listen and peep the lessons now more clearly yeah I think that's one that I've kind of gotten better at too is just being able to step back from a situation and analyze it mm -hmm. I feel like I'm way better at doing that now and I notice myself doing it more often in little things where I go I wonder what my brain is doing right now that I'm thinking <laughs> like this or what I'm like, how does this work? I, I do that a lot more now. I feel like a lot of people, <laughs> that's something that's <clears throat> missing. Like how you said about blame, mm -hmm. I think that's a huge one that a lot of people are missing. Right. They constantly are trying to shift the blame off of themselves. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize <laughs> that they do that either. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the it. sad part. Yeah. And also like changing my vocabulary too. Like I've taken certain words out of my vocabulary. like. The word hate, I I taken it out of my vocabulary. Like I've just trained myself to not say that shit. Cause I genuinely, every time I would say it, I uh -huh. don't mean it. Like <laughs> I've never actually meant that. Like oh, I hate this shit. Like yeah. Like I don't have any hate in my heart towards anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't want to speak that shit out there. And I've taken just like you know other detrimental words out of my vocabulary. And the way I speak about myself, like I don't speak down on myself even if in like a joking manner and some mm. shit you know what I mean like I speak highly of myself and others yeah that's one that I could probably work on <laughs> I joke around too much like that where I'm like speak down about myself mm -hmm. that probably comes from there's there's something there you know mm -hmm. but I think it's just like when I think about it I just I hate when people are like Egotistical. <laughs> <laughs> I um, 
let me see I dislike when people are uh, egotistical I guess but I think there's a difference between like having a big ego but also being comfortable with yourself like there's a difference between those two mm-hmm. there's a difference between someone who is constantly talking about I and me and like how this affects me and I'm better and I'm this than someone who is comfortable with themselves like there's a subtle difference I there feel is. I've also been learning <coughs> that like not to make every situation about me like when somebody gives a testimony on something kind of like how you just did and then I I would say oh yeah I learned that too and this is how blah 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 yeah. like sometimes <laughs> it's just about listening to what the other person has to say yeah. and not necessarily saying like well for me it's blah 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 because nobody asked you you know <laughs> what I mean uh, no one asked you so yeah but like you said it's a fine line it's like you gotta you gotta balance it just like everything else in life though like I'm learning that too it's just a balance with everything yeah you can't have too much of one thing there's uh what were we talking about a fine line or something there's a difference I don't know good shit (laughs) (laughs) you still working with Hector no no it's been a while. Um, you keep up with him at all? Or, or not really? Tr- um, like trusted? Is he still doing that? I'm not sure. To be honest with you, I haven't spoken to him in some time. Um, I hope he's doing good. Um, my clothing is not affiliated with Trusted anymore. I'm doing my own thing. Cool. Jetpackmovement.com. Jack- <laughs> <laughs> Go check it out. Go check it out. Uh... What was I gonna say? I lost my thought. Soccer game's really distracting. <laughs> I went to uh, I went to Flognaw recently. How Camp was that? Flognaw. Amazing. Yeah, I heard a lot of good things about it. We only caught like we went both days at like five or six, <laughs> <laughs> so we did it really like there was a lot of artists that I didn't see. Who did you see though? Uh. I saw Migos. Nice. Not impressed. Really? As much as I thought I would be. How yeah. come? I don't know. They weren't like. Did they rap over their songs? I uh, I don't remember too much from from the whole thing in general. But uh, <laughs> uh, they started off with like a eight minute intro or something where it was like a DJ and he was like, "Y'all ready for the Migos?" And everyone got hyped and mm-hmm. then they played a song. And then they went, do, 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 you know, the little, boom, boom, boom. and then boom, like right as the song was going to drop and everyone was hyped, like a song played, like not them coming out, but just a DJ played a song and we're like, oh man. <laughs> and then they do that. Like they did that probably four times or five times. They had so to build pissed. the hype. <laughs> but it didn't even feel like building. It just felt like I was getting robbed every single time. <laughs> and then they came out and I was like, oh, all right, cool. How was their actual set though? We didn't stay for the whole thing. We left. Ah, like, yeah, I only saw like two songs. Damn. Who yeah. else? Who else? Did you the see? one uh, ASAP Rocky. It was dope. That one was a good set. Yeah. Okay. ASAP Rocky, and then Did you bring I anybody s- out with him. He brought yeah. He brought a bunch. Of, he brought Tyler the Creator. I saw his set too. His mm-hmm. was good. He brought uh, I think I think it was Lil Yachty or something. The guy with the red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some other pe- there no were some other people too that I was or G Easy I think came out for like one song. Oh yeah, it ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe. Yeah, that shit, yeah, that shit slaps. So that one was cool, <laughs> and then dude, the the surprising one for me that really uh, impressed me was Solange. That's surprising to you? Well, not surprising, <laughs> but because I haven't listened to her. Oh yeah. So I've so only heard sleep. one song, you know. I so understand. so I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know, like this is going to be cool." And then she came out and this like intro came out and I was yeah, blown so away. Yeah, amazing. Her I haven't live, seen her perform. Her live is amazing cuz I I tried finding a couple songs and she did like the intro, one of the first ones she did had a longer intro to it that uh-huh. was incredible. And it wasn't on the one like the like the album song. Yeah. She's so amazing. Was, yeah. She's amazing. I haven't seen her perform live. I really <laughs> want to, but she's 
She's dope, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got to see her, so now you can wait. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, and then the night before, like Saturday, we saw Lana Del Rey. That was the last one. She was good. And then Sunday, we saw Kid Cudi. That was a closer. Whoa. And we were so close to the stage. That's right. I saw Cudi in like 09, <laughs> and I haven't seen him since. That's so tight, though, bro. <laughs> Did he perform shit from uh, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slain? Yeah, that's the newest one, right? Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's dope. He performed so like every song, everyone was just like <laughs> going ham. And then he ended with Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, wow. And for me, like that was, that weekend overall was life-changing and mm -hmm. a really big, uh, I feel like it was, it taught me, I don't know what it taught me, but it was just, it was perfect. Like, you know, you think of like the perfect weekend, that was the perfect weekend for me. Nice. And... <laughs> I love when that happens, when it's just this perfect weekend, and then you just, like, you have that to, to remind you about how good life could be, yeah. and then ended on Pursuit of Happiness. Okay, Pursuit of Happiness. Why do you like that song? I, I like it. One, one, like I said, it's one of those songs that oh, I listen to, yeah. and it takes me back to, Same. like, I don't know when that song came out, but... 2008. So that was pro I was probably, like... Or 9, 2008 or 2009. Yeah, so that was with me for a long time. Yeah. But just that that idea, because that song, I I know the words, like when you're singing it, you just feel like, like you can sing the whole song and you can feel that, that happiness in the song that, yo, okay, so I got, I got some critical thinking for you on this okay. shit, right? I've been a big Cuddy fan since the first time I heard Day and Night. And then he only had two songs out. That and, like, that new new were the only two songs I could find on the internet. And I was already, like, a big Cuddy fan. I was like, oh, this shit is fire. So I followed everything he did since then, right? But when I, I reached, like, a stage a few years ago, or, like, a year or two ago, where I kind of had, like, a weird resentment towards Cuddy, and mm -hmm. I didn't know why. Like, I still enjoyed the music, but I stopped listening to some of the older shit for a while. And I didn't know why. But then I went back like this year and now I can listen to it from a not so personal perspective. Like I can listen to it and not take it to heart, the lyrics to heart as much as I did when I was 18 when it came out. Uh -huh. And I can understand it a little bit more. But like back then, I took those lyrics to heart and I kind of lived by them, which was kind of detrimental because if you listen to the song, he says he's on the pursuit of happiness. He'll be fine once he gets it. I've learned that happiness is not something to pursue. Happiness is something you choose. Uh -huh. And if you have that mindset of, oh, I'll be good once I get blah, 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 you'll never be good. And a lot of the shit that Cuddy was talking about in his early music was like real depressing shit. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? And like at that age, I took it to heart and I kind of like embodied some of it. Mm. Like it kind of, like I lived some of that shit. You know what I mean? And not because I had to, but because it was ingrained in me through the music that I really fucked with so heavily. Mm. And now that I can see it from like a clearer standpoint as an adult, I'm like, this shit is great. But those lyrics are to be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I definitely feel that. Yeah. What do you think about, because this is something that I, it's weird that you say that because like at face value, like I do appreciate like that song. It was just, I, I mean, like that whole weekend was just perfect and that song ending on that song and just like feeling just that I mean obviously I'm probably not listening to the words while I was there like and feeling that just mm -hmm. upper but I've always listened to that song and I've always heard the lyrics uh every what does he say everything that's shining always gonna be gold mm -hmm. is that what he says everything and, that's shining always gonna and be gold and I've always thought about that like like what that doesn't make any sense to me like that almost sounds, it sounds weird to me. How come? Because I feel like there's a lot of things that are shining that aren't gold, mm -hmm. you know? So whenever I hear that lyric, I always wonder about it. That's, it's weird that you brought up thinking about that song because that's something I think about every time I hear that song. I go, like I'm listening to it and then I always kind of take a step and think like. Well, that <laughs> lyric specifically is playing on like an old saying. That's an old saying. What everything right. that shines always gonna yeah, be. Is that's a saying. Everything that glitter ain't always gold. Like that is like an old saying. So he took the word glitter out and put shine, 
But does he say it's not going to be or it is? No, he said everything they shine ain't always going to be. Oh, he says ain't. See, yeah. I didn't even hear that part. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this whole time I've had it wrong. <laughs> I'm That's glad you clarified funny. that for me. No, no, it's all good. It's then all I agree good. with Cuddy on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that lyric makes a lot of sense, and I, I'm not trying to discredit like no, yeah. anything that he's saying <clears throat> because it's from a standpoint that exists. Like that's a real ass perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I was younger, I used to think that happiness is something you pursue. You get happiness by achieving certain goals mm-hmm. and by reaching a certain status or having certain things. That's how you achieve happiness, but that's not how you do it. Like. Happiness is something you decide. You wake up in the morning, you decide, regardless of what happens today, I'm going to choose to be happy. I'm going to choose to be positive. And as a kid, you know, an impressionable young kid that is, like, just starting out at creating music and shit, your favorite artists are, like, uh, they're kind of like prophets, you know? Like, they they speak your... um, they kind of build your mindset in certain ways. That's true. And so me listening to Cuddy at a young age, I'm not going to lie, like it instilled certain, um, I don't want to say doubts, but it instilled like just certain like qualities that now as an adult, like I wouldn't want to have, you know? Yeah. And taking that with my music, like I understand that he was coming from that standpoint, like he was speaking his truth. And a lot of people related to it, which is why it was so big and so huge. I want to speak a truth that even if people can't relate to it directly in the decisions that they're making now, mm. they can strive to, like, relate to that and strive to, like, say, okay, this is a better way for me to live. Like, this is a better mindset for me to have rather than doubting myself. Of course, you need the shit that you can relate to at the time. Yeah. Like, that plays a part. It's very important. But... At the stage that I'm at in my life right now, like, and I think Cuddy's reached that stage in a lot of ways too. Like his most recent album, you know. Yeah. That's why it's my favorite project that he's put out in a long time because it's like, damn, now this is the shit that I want to <laughs> hear, bro. Like I can relate to you again. And I'm an adult. Like I'm, I'm at 27 now. I first started listening to you when I was 18. Actually, 17. Wow. I was 17. So it's been a decade. And in that decade span, like. I went from being able to relate to him as kind of like a sad, lonely teenager to growing into a more confident adult and kind of feeling like I kind of detached from him a little bit Mm. to now coming full circle to where, like, he's making music for me as a confident adult now, too. And it's dope. Like, you know, like, (laughs) it's it's dope. It's really cool. And uh, so I kind of I would like to be that kind of artist for the next generation of listeners mm. to be able to like give them something to strive for and understand that like even though they may not be at a point in their life there that they want to be right now they can still choose to be happy they can still choose to be positive and still choose to enjoy the life that they have right now you know yeah yeah i'm gonna have to listen a little bit more to his stuff and kind of analyze it because mm-hmm. yeah that's cool <laughs> i did like yeah his new his new album was one of my favorites. That is interesting how, I mean, as like music influences us, we have those songs that not, I guess it's not always a good thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's cool that you said that. I mean, you, you like. But I mean, at the, at the <clears> same <throat> time, like, I can't sit here and say, like, Cuddy made me feel that kind of Yeah, way. yeah. Cuddy tapped into something that I was already feeling and, like, put words to it yeah and uh yeah i mean you know it, it was empowering in a way but i don't think that it empowered me to move myself forward necessarily mm-hmm. like it kind of allowed me to sit in what i was going through yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but that is the the that whole uh, that could be a whole another discussion too about the pursuit of happiness and I like how you said that. that it's not really like a pursuit it's not a place to get to Mm-mm. like I, I'm living under the motto right now of attract don't chase mm-hmm. the life that I want the people that I want in that life <laughs> this squirrel just ran from the soccer ball that's so great 
bro, like they all looked in the direction when they saw the ball bouncing. They were like, nah, fuck this. And they just ran up the tree. <laughs> that shit's great. Um, Attract not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Attract don't chase. I'm just trying, not trying. I am attracting the things into my life. See, that's another word that I've been taking out is trying because that implies that, like, it may or may not happen. Mm. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm doing what I want to do. I may not be at the stage that I want to be at at this very moment, but I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Attracting, not chasing. Wow. I mean, I wish I wish people... It's going to be interesting to see if people feel when they listen to this podcast as the way it, like, progresses... Mm-hmm into the future. I wonder if people are going to feel the way they feel about music listening to it because they're going to kind of get to know me a little bit and see the things I talk about right. and they're going to hear some of the things over and over again and they're like, oh yeah, he always talks about that. Uh-huh. But I wonder if it's going to be kind of that same, like, dang, I remember when you first started and look now, like the way you've grown, even though I feel like I've already grown a lot right. up until this point, just because of what you said about attracting, not not cha- chasing that's what mm-hmm. you said like just the fact that you said that in my mind i was like dude th- <laughs> like this was meant to happen right here and i know that sounds so, it sounds so weird to me sometimes to say that out loud because i'm like i don't want to be that guy like <laughs> you know like like this is for sure meant to happen like it's on the universe's course but but it's really undeniable when people say crap like that when like when you say that and i think about like how th- I've felt that way about not chasing things and just letting things happen. Mm-hmm. And then you just say that, like, as your mindset, I'm going, yeah, that's right. I have kind of felt that way. Yeah. And it goes back to me. Like I said, I unconsciously have realized or I've unconsciously attracted these people in my life. And then the ones that are here today that I'm like talking to on this podcast, they all have these similar mindsets. And I'm going, whoa, that's. That's me. That's crazy. And you don't really get to realize that because usually people don't sit down and have a whatever long conversation, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. No, I definitely feel what you're saying. Like people aren't good at having an hour long conversation, you know? Who has that, you know? Honestly, I have hour long conversations a lot. Like, good. See, that's with close friends, like about whether it's music or just whatever. Yeah. I don't talk about shit that I don't like genuinely have something to say about them yeah you know so like even if i go a long time without talking to somebody like we haven't had a long conversation in a minute but we're talking about things that we genuinely have some shit to contribute on. yeah you know that's another thing is like small talk for me has been kind of like cut out yeah i don't really do it anymore <laughs> like, i can't i can't participate in this shit but that's a good i mean that's funny because that's kind of one of the things that I've seen is that I'm I'm so much more not about uh, meaningless, like, interactions anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more about now things that are going to contribute to, like, my growth and what kind of story this is going to tell. Right. Like, if my life were a book, you know, what kind of mm-hmm. what kind of chapter is this going to lead? And that's the whole thing. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about, like, like Flognaw again, because I already talked about it. But, like, the whole uh, one of the, like, side factors was that I was supposed to meet somebody. Like, I was supposed to go with somebody to that. And I did. But before that, when I was planning it, I had thought about, like, what if this doesn't, like, what if it falls through or blah, blah, blah. But I just like bought my tickets and I was like, no, I'm just gonna like see what happens. And it worked out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was me just going, like this is something that I'm gonna look back on and it's gonna be like one of those things that I didn't regret doing. Mm -hmm. Like even if I like, like those things where you're like, ah, should I really, you know, do I really need to be going to a concert? That right there though, I think that's the key. Like. That that should that doubt <clears throat> that you were talking about that mm-hmm. you heard in your head, like mm-hmm. it's gonna get to a point. The more you confront it, the way that you did when going yeah. to flog, no, it's gonna get to a point where that doubt is literally like a millisecond or less in your mind. Yeah, it's gonna barely exist at all. 
that's how like the the people that are operating on the highest frequencies that's how they just make decisions and then it happens because they don't doubt it at all when you have that like full-blown energy of saying this is going to happen and then just letting it happen yeah like you said letting it happen it's proactively letting it happen mm -hmm. so it's like deciding first you got to make the decision and then get the fuck out the way yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like just make the decision and then get the fuck out the way don't make all the excuses of why it shouldn't yeah. happen or why it might not work out or what could happen because all that shit is in a hypothetical future that does not exist yeah so make the decision of what does exist and then get the fuck out the way <laughs> like, <laughs> uh. and that's uh i think that's like the biggest key and the people that can operate on that principle at a high level mm -hmm. with no matter how big the obstacle might seem or how like outlandish the goal might sound those are the people that are really winning in life because they realize their ability to just be like yeah i can do this regardless yeah. of what anybody else says or even what my own mind might try to tell me i know i can do this <laughs> like if that motherfucker can do it i can do it <laughs> Shit. yeah that's been that's been one thing that I think I like how you said that because that that has always been difficult for me. I've had a lot of doubt and a lot of like not making things happen where it's just I come up with excuses or like I don't really feel like doing it. I just want to chill. And so I think that's been a big part is trying to trying to like you said just get away from that mm -hmm. uh, and just making making things happen. But. It's it's been interesting too. The podcast I feel like has also been, and this is going to be a question for you too. But it's kind of been like therapy for me almost because mm. it's allowed me to express things that I normally wouldn't. Like it's allowed me to say things in this period that I really want to say and get that out, you know, and talk to somebody about it. Which is weird because it's almost like that's what you do with a therapist, you know. Yeah. But it's with friends, so it feels almost more. Like, that's the way it should be, kind mm -hmm. of. I, you know, I don't know. That could be wrong. But um, every time I do a podcast, no matter what is happening, it puts me in a different mindset. And it gives me that, okay, like, yes, like, this was good. I'm in that state now. And I need to go do things. And I need to feel that same way that I felt, like, when talking to someone and when getting those, like, creative ideas out. Uh, do you feel like music for you is kind of like that? I feel like I don't want to do anything that isn't like that. Mm. So everything in my life right now is like that. <laughs> um, like music, anything I do outside of music, uh -huh. like any side hustles that I have, which we won't talk about on, on the, you know, on record. But anything like that, like I enjoy all of those processes, and yeah. like they all give me energy to do the next thing. Um, Everything we've talked about, like traveling, yeah. does that for me too. Going other places, like, gives me the energy to be like, oh shit, like, I see how this moves here. Like, I can apply that to what I'm doing in this way. Um, everything, though, you know, like, I don't want to do it if it doesn't give me that kind of energy to keep going because I want to be a non stop, just source of energy so I can be used the way that I need to be used. Yeah. Like, I'm not here forever, so the time that I am here, why not be high energy the entire time? Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, good talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, man. That's awesome. It's weird. Yeah. It's like seeing, I mean, obviously, I feel like you're a little bit more, I mean, you're older than me, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously. How old are you? I'm 23. You got to think about <laughs> it. <laughs> think about it, yeah. Yeah, I'm 27, so. Uh, but I can almost, it's weird seeing, like, things in you that you're more like knowledgeable about oh, I gotta make sure this is uh that you're more like obviously more I don't know how to put it but seeing that I mean like yes I can I can kind of learn and grow from that mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that I appreciate about people is when you can like I'm glad that I can see that I'm glad that I can see that there's things that maybe like you can see a little bit more about the Kid Cudi thing than I like ever saw. Now I'm going okay, like I gotta go back and like analyze it a little differently. Uh, but I feel like a lot of times people are so con uh, contrarians, I guess, or just stuck in their 
like people would hear that and be like, oh yeah, well Kid Cudi's still good. Like yeah, you know so they would Kid Cudi's still the goat. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like Kid Cudi is, and he's number two in my top five all time. Like I'll never take him out of it. Like, Who's your top one? Wheezy. Oh okay. Yeah, uh, forever, and it's gonna stay like that. Like I don't think that'll ever change. Oh man. That doesn't mean I can't be critical. Of no, yeah, that's hear, true. You know? Oh man, I love that though because. In fact, I'm most critical of my favorites. Yeah. Because I have to be. Like, I can't call somebody my favorite <laughs> yeah. and then not yeah. critique the shit they do that <laughs> isn't dope, you know? Yeah. Lots of lessons learned today. <clears throat> yeah. Likewise, man. And, like, honestly, bro, I just think experience is the best teacher. So, where it may seem like I'm able to, like, digest certain things differently, mm-hmm. it's really just because of extra years of experience yeah. like that's four extra years however many extra days it is like a thousand something <laughs> you know like that's extra that's just extra experience <laughs> where like you're gonna have that same experience and you've probably had a lot of experiences that i've yet to experience mm-hmm. too like yeah man just keep i say just keep putting yourself in positions where you feel uncomfortable Right now, I'm trying to put myself in positions where, like, I know the least in the room. Like, I want to be the least talented. <laughs> I want to know the least in the room because that's how you grow. Yeah. Like, if you can just be a sponge, like, still have something to offer. Always have something to offer and contribute. Not just be there leeching off of people and yeah. shit. But also, like, I want to be the one that has the least experience and the least knowledge and the least money even. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be in those type of settings because it'll push me to be better. So... Words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Hey, thanks uh, for having me, man. Any uh, closing? We just, I, I've been trying to think of little things to do, like, each, each time. Uh, I mean, I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> but, like, maybe having an intro or an outro. Uh, I don't know. Relationship advice. Like, that would be a funny one. Like, relationship like one relationship. Ooh. Let's close on, on Jetpack's relationship. Okay. What if that was, like... I can, <laughs> hey, we could do that. <laughs> that would be that. sick. Like, end every Jetpack podcast with <laughs> Jetpack's relationship advice. All right. My relationship advice for today is uh, to mind your own. Mind your own fucking business. Because if you're in somebody else's business, somebody else is in your business. And it's mm. only going to just cause more problems. Like mind your business like see it as a fucking race and you got blinders on the only thing you can see at the finish line is the person you're in a relationship with (laughs) (laughs) like don't worry about all that outside shit mind your business that's my relationship advice for today wonderful jetpackmovement.com yes did i get it right yeah you (laughs) you got it absolutely on the money wonderful cool appreciate you man Thank you. This was amazing.